Today's Gemara and Yavama is a daf, a pei dalit, all the learning has been generally sponsored as an incredible schos for Hashlema, for Chedvalea Bas Asaradina, Mir Tashem, the learning of the entire Chabura, should bring Chedvalea Bas Asaradina a complete Rafua Shalema. As well as the learning we're holding on the bottom of on the last line says the Gemara, this is a bit piggybacking off of the last sugya, the last detail that we concluded on which was the statement of Rebbe Eliezer. The Rebbe Eliezer taught us about 12 lines to the bottom, then Androgenes Zachar, excuse me, let's get this highlighting up, said Rebbe Eliezer that Androgenes Androgenes Zachar Ma'alyohu Shemata Imerkein excuse me, Loyleko one more time. Rav Shizvi Amr Rav Chista Zed Loi Lakolam Rav Lazen Drakenis Zachar Malayu. Rav Lazen did not say ever with regard to everything that Drakenis is din of a Zachar. Why? Because if it was, it would have determined that he'd be able to makdish his behema. Now says the Gemara Amr Anachmar Yitzchak Avnana Mitinina. We learned a similar din in the same din in the Mishnah that what Rav Liazer Oimer says Rav Liazer. We turn over to today's daf daf beidalid amid aleph hakalayim utrefa v'yotei doifen. If we have a kalayim, an animal that is a mixed breed of two species, we have a trefa, an animal which is obviously impending to die, it does not a kosher animal. Vieta daifen, an animal that was born by a C-section, tumtum ve'adragonis, or an animal that is a tumtum or an adragonis, what is alacha? Loi kedushin v'loi makdishin. Does not become sanctified, v'loi makdishin, and it cannot be sanctifying something else in its place. Ve'amar Shmuel, and says Shmuel, like Kedushin Bitmura. Tamura being when you exchange one animal for the next, Lo Makdishin Tamura, and nor will it be transferred over the Kedusha for something else. And therefore says the Gemara Shmami, no, this is a Raya that Ravaliezer again holds as the dragon is not of a full fledged Jinnabah Zachar regarding to all Dinim, as we see with regard to Karbanais. a similar halacha. And this is the same Raya to the sheet of Ravaliezer. Um, Rashi points out, just two lines from the top, that these five dinim, Rav Eliezer learns out from a Pasuk in Temura. And this is the right, the Rav Eliezer does not hold that the dragoness has a full-fledged jinn of a Zachar. Continues the Gemara, Rav Eliezer, Oimer, Chayven Laskila Kizachar. Says Rav Eliezer, if someone is together with an dragoness, a dragonin, what happens? It's as if he slept with a Zachar. And therefore it's Chayv Skila. Tanya, we learned in a Rebbe. When I went to learn Taira next to Rav Lozben Shamua, Chavru Alai Talmid of Kitar and Goyim shall be a book. What happened? His Talmidim, the Talmidim of Rav Lozben Shamua, joined up against me like roosters of Ben Bukya. Velo Yanahani Chayni Lilma, and he wasn't able to learn Ella Davar Echad. And the only thing I was able to learn, and Rashi points out in the bottom over here, what's Facebook? They don't leave any, they don't leave, they don't leave any room to breathe, basically. And I only learned one Allah, like we just learned from our Mishnah. The Rabbi says that Dragonis is in a Zachar with regard to someone who's sleeping with it, it's as if he slept with a 
Zachar. Hajan Allah concludes in this wonderful eighth barak of Yevamas. We should do an incredible Chazara. As always, not necessarily the easiest of Gemaras, but the more we Chazar, the more time that we give, we see ultimately the clarity that comes with it. And now we begin the ninth barak of Mesech's Yevamas. And this is really going to go back. A bunch of the halachas that we're going to learn right now are a bit of a Chazara. Topics that we dealt with in the past. Says the Mishnah, Yesh mutarais l'baleim vasurais liyam meyam. We're going to have three categories. Category A, someone is mutter to their husband, but forbidden in the situation of yibam. Category B, is mutarais liyam meyam vasurais l'baleim. There's going to be a category that the relationship between husband and wife is forbidden, but in the event of yibam, it would be allowed. And category C is mutaris la'ilu Either it's mutar to yavam and husband wife, or it's aser yibam, aser husband wife. So three categories. And says the Mishnah, let's go through one by one. Category number one says the Mishnah, what is this category of relationships, husband and wives, which are permitted to each other, but they're forbidden in the situation of yibam? A coin hedi that marries an almana, which we know, an almana, a woman whose husband died, is allowed to marry a coin hedi. It's only usher to whom? A coin gadol. So what if a coin hedi marries almana? And who's a coin hedi's brother? And the brothers are going gadol. So now when this kohen hadid is nifter, what happens? His wife falls liban to whom? To the kohen gadol. Kohen gadol is also to a kohen hadid. So there's a relationship which is mutter between husband and wife. The kohen hadid and the almana, that is allowed. But if it falls to even to the kohen gadol, that is not allowed. Case number two. Chalol shenasek sheira. A chalol who marries a sheira. So that relationship itself is allowed. But Vishli Ach Kosher. But he has a brother who's a kosher kain. And therefore, that's the second case that the relationship itself is allowed. But in a situation of Yibam, the brother who's a kain would not be allowed to do Yibam to this woman. Why not? Isn't this woman a kshira? Again, a chalol marries a kshira. So why, when the chalol is nifter and the kshira falls to yibam to the brother who's a kayin, is it, is it forbidden? The reason is, explains Rashi in the Mepharshim, as we'll see, is because we know the din that when a chalol is with a kshira, she, the kshira, becomes a chalala. Through the act of Bia, she becomes forbidden, she becomes a halala. So the first marriage was allowed, but after that first marriage, she's going to become a halala, and therefore, if the husband, the chal, is nifter, and she falls to Yim, to the Kayin, that is forbidden. Case number three in the Mishnah. Yisrael, Shinas, Abbas, Yisrael. If a regular Yisrael marries Abbas, Yisrael, everything is good and dandy, but... He's a brother that's a mamzer. So marriage number one is allowed, but Yibum would not be allowed. And case number four of this category is mamzer, shenas mamzeris, that itself is allowed, Yisrael. He has a brother who's a Yisrael. And in that case, of course, the Yibam between the Yisrael and the Mamzeris is not allowed. So that's the fourth case of the marriage being permissible, but Yibam not. And the Mishnah concludes the rule, Mutarais Lebailehem Vasuris Lehemehem. That is category A, the first category of the Mishnah, that the husband and wife are mutter, but the Yibam is forbidden. Category B continues the Mishnah, Mutarais Lehemehem Vasuris Lehemehem. The following are mutter in Yibam, 
but they're also husband and wife. Says the Mishnah number one, Koin Godlish Kitchen Salman, a coin godla marries an almana, which of course we know is forbidden. But Visha Koin Adit. The brothers are Koin Adit. So the Koin Godl and the Almana, that marriage is forbidden. But what would happen in the situation of Yibo? It would be allowed. Number two, Kosher Shinas Khalala. Again, that is forbidden. Because the brothers of Chals, that would be allowed. Case number three, Yisrael Shinas Mamzeris, which of course is forbidden. Because the brothers of Mamzeris, therefore the Yibam would be allowed because it would be a Mamzer and a Mamzeris. And case number four, Mamzer Shinas Abbas Yisrael, a Mamzer to the Bas Yisrael, which again is forbidden, but Vishlach Yisrael. So the Mamzer's Nif to the Bas Yisrael falls the Yibam to the Yisrael, and everything is good. And the Mishnah concludes the din of the second category, Mutar Siyameim Vasiris Levi Leim. Category number three says the Mishnah. These are usher to each other. I said it's only three categories. The Mishnah now is breaking into four. Three and four being mutter to both and usher to both. So first says the Mishnah, the following cases are usher to both. Is whom? So we know that's forbidden. And and the brothers of Kain Gadol see him as well from it is forbidden. A Kain Hedid Kasher Shinas Chalala. A Kain Hedid that marries a Chalala, which of course is forbidden. Yisrael Yakasher, the brothers Kasher, which is also forbidden to the Chalala. Yisrael Shinas Mamzeres, which is forbidden. Yisrael Yisrael and the brothers of Yisrael. So when one Yisrael dies, the Mamzeres falls to another Yisrael, which is forbidden as well. Mamzer Shinas Abbas Yisrael, which of course is forbidden. Yisrael Mamzer, which is forbidden. Asuras Leilu Leilu. So in all these cases, it is also to both. Veshar kol anashim and all other women mutarais lebaleim uliyameim are mutar to their husbands and in the case of Yivama. So that is the four categories: mutar to both, aser to both, mutar to marriage, aser and yibam, mutar and yibam, aser and marriage. Now says the Gemara, says the Mishnah. Excuse me. Those were all forbidden. Those were all cases of marriages which had a biblical issue, a problem with the rights, a kohen gadol tanamana, etc. Continues the Mishnah. Shniyos midivreisayfrim in cases that it's a secondary relationship, a secondary arayis, which we know are only aser if there's a situation where the husband is a secondary level relationship to the Arava, but not to the Yavam, what's Allah, of course? Because the Yavam is not a Shnia. Shnia Yavam, Shnia Labal, Asur Yavam, Utaris Labal. Shnia Lazelazah, Asur Lazelazah. And now concludes the Mishnah. What is the halacha in this last case that we just spoke about? When one marries a secondary erva, which is forbidden, what is the status of the ksuba? Says the Mishnah in la ksuba of leperois lemezaynais. She does not get a ksuba. She doesn't get supported peiros. She doesn't get mezaynais. Vleiblois. She does not get worn out garments. Vavlad kosher. But the child born from a shnia. A secondary erva relationship is going to be kosher. But we force the husband to divorce her. And concludes the Mishnah that in the previous cases, in the first part of the Mishnah, we can break up the Mishnah really into Isurim Daraisa, Isurim Darabanan. And within Isurim Daraisa, there were four ways of cutting that pie. It was Mutter Nabal, Asur Nabal, Mutter Lihibam, Asur marriage, Mutter marriage, Asur And then part B was all the cases Darabanan. So when it came to all the Dinim Darabanan, there was no 
no ksuba, there was no pay rights, there was no blights, etc. Now says the Mishnah on part A of the Mishnah, which are all forbidden relationships on the Daraisa level, says the Mishnah, Yeshlah and Ksuba. They get the Ksuba in the event of divorce or death. Continues the Gemara, or I should say begins the Gemara, with a simple question. What is the reason when the Mishnah began? The first case of the Mishnah was what? The word Nasa we know hones in on Nisuin. Ask the Gemara, why did the Mishnah give us a case of Nisuin? Why not list the case of Kiddushin? And maybe you'll say, you know what the reason is? When the Kohen Gadol is married to the Kohen Hadith, and they did Nisuin, and then the Kohen Hadith dies, and the Almana falls even to the Kohen Gadol. What's the Halacha? The Kohen Gadol to this Almana is forbidden via an Asay, and Eloisa say that number one, the Kohen Gadol has to only marry a Besula, and number two, he's not allowed to marry an Almana. And this woman, if she did Nisuin to the previous husband, the Kohen had it, so that means she's both a Beula, she had relationships, and she's an Almana. So it's an Asay and Eloisa say forbidding the Kohen Gadol from doing evil. Avil Kiddish, but what would have happened? If the original Kohen Hadith to the Amana was only Kedushin, then the Kohen Hadith dies, and this woman falls Ligibam to the Kohen Gadol. I would think perhaps, the Asay of Yibam should be the Asay of an Amana to Kohen Gadol. And that's why the Mishnah listed the case of Nisuin. Ask the Gemara one second. Vakula Pirka and but the entire Parika Sevalaisaseu. Everything in the rest of the Mishnah is an Asay and Aloisasei. And yet So ask the Gemara, why the Mishnah Hunin specifically on a case of Nisuin between the Kohen Hadith and the Almana explains the Gemara five lines on the bottom. Mishnah the Gavayi lemisni seifa because the Mishnah wanted to conclude Kohen Gadol shenasas Almana. In the case where the marriage is forbidden, it was when the Kohen Gadol does the suin to Almana and davkanasa dishav yachalala. It's only in the case of the suin which is going to make her into a halala, which is then going to forbid Yibam as well. But if it was only Kedushin, then she would yes be allowed to bury the Yibam. So the Mishnah wanted to say a case where it's Asr Lebal and Asr Liyavam, and it said a case of Kohen Gadol, Shein had to be Dafka. And that's why it's forbidden Kohen Gadol to Laman, and that's why it's forbidden to the brother, because she's a halala. And therefore says the Gemara, had to be Dafka Nasa, Shotani Namirish, Shenasa Slerisha as well said a case of Nisuin. Ask the Gemara, I don't understand. Four lines from the bottom. Why are you jumping to the end of the Mishnah? There's a middle of the Mishnah. And what did the middle of the Mishnah say? And the middle case of the Mishnah is a case of Kiddushin. So why are you jumping in saying that because of the Seif on Nisuin? We wrote the Risha Nisuin. But the middle case is Kedushin. So why not write the Reisha Kedushin as well? Elo Misham explains the Gemara. 
Rather, it must be because of the next case, the neighboring case, where the Mishnah says, a chalal that marries a sheira, and the brother of the ach is a kain. And in this case, we said she's mutter to the baal, she's also to the yavam. Why is it mutter to the baal and also to the yavam? As we explained when we read in the Mishnah, the reason is, is that via the relationships of this to the Chalala. What happens to her? She becomes a Chalala. And that's why she's forbidden to the brother. But of course, it's only going to be relationships if it's an Asuin. If it was Kedush and they didn't sleep together. So explains the Gemara, it's not just because of the safe of Ur or and not the Mitzias of the middle case. The next case in the Mishnah had to be an Asuin and for the first case of Koin God, Koin the Mishnah lists as Nisuin as well. Says the Gemara, okay, that was question number one. We dealt with the wording, the case, first case of the Mishnah being Nisuin. Ask the Gemara, says the Gemara, one second. We said, a coin had yet marries to whom? Marries the Alman. The coin had yet dies, and Alman falls, leave him to whom? To the coin God. Oh, I don't understand. Why did the coin head have to marry an almana? Let her be married to any girl. And then when he dies, she becomes an almana. Why do we have to have a case that she was already an almana? Let her be a regular Yisrael. Never married. Marries a coin head, did everything is good and dandy. When the coin head dies, she becomes an almana and falls even to the coin god, thereby causing an issue. Explains the Gemara as we turn over to Perhaps you're going to suggest. Maybe this Tana holds that it's the original Nisuin that causes the falling Li'ibam. And this is going to be a concept that we've already had and we're going to have again. There's two ways of determining the validity to Yibam. Do we say, look, snapshot when the original marriage happens. When the original Reuven married Shimon, was that a marriage? That in the event of Reuven's death, he, excuse me, Reuven does not marry Shimon, excuse me. Reuven marries Sarah. Was that a marriage that in the eventual death of Reuven, Sarah is allowed to fall to Yibam to Reuven? Reuven's brother, Shimon. That's Nisuin or Rishonim Apilim. Or no, we don't look at the original Nisuin. We look at the time of death. When Reuven dies, is his wife able to fall to Yibam to Shimon? So suggest the Gemara, maybe Artana holds that it's the original marriage. And that's why we have to say it's a Koinedi that marries to whom? And Omana. Because if the Koinedi married a Yisraelis, if Koinedi married a regular girl, then that Nisuin does allow them to fall to Yibam. Can't be, because what was the next case of the mission that we keep talking about? Because when the Chal married the Kshayra, she was a Kshayra by the first marriage. Why was it an issue in Yibam? Because when the Chal sleeps with the Kshayra, it makes her a Chalala. And then when the Chal dies, she's a Chalala falling the Yibam, and we said it's a problem. So clearly, we're not saying the Sunari Shainim determine everything. Says the Gemara, you know why? Avadai, Mishum Seifa, Mishum Dekwailis. They say, if you know what the reason is, the reason why the first case of the Mishnah were discussing a coin hedia with an almana is because the Seifa that says, coin yodl shenasas almana, vishak coin yodl coin hedia, vidavka almana. In that case, it has to be an almana. Cause we said the marriage was forbidden. would have been allowed in the first case as well. And that wraps up the two 
parts of the first case of the Mishnah, understanding why that would be Nesuin, and understanding why that would be case of an Almana. Now, Maskevla Rababa, Rababa brings us back about a week ago to the Gemara Nayin Chesam and Aleph, the din of Rabdimi, and says, Rababa, this goes back to the din of the Mitzri, reminding ourselves the Mitzri is Aser, generation 1 and 2, and the Mitzri Shlish is his mother. So, Maskevla Rababa, if you hold of this, that which Rabdimi said, I'm Rabbi Yechanan, that what? Mitzri Shaini, Shanat Mitzri Shaini, Bena Shaini. Remember, we had a Machlaik, it says, go after the husband or the wife. So, if the Mitzri the husband is of second degree, marries a first degree mitzvah, what is the child? The bina. The child is a shani. Following whom? The mother. Based off of this din of Ravdimi, it's a bit of a, a difficult question to read, let's, let's get clear. Based off the din of Ravdimi, that when a mitzvah is shani, marries a mitzvah is the child is a shani, there's another case our Mishnah could have listed. As follows, Mitzri Shani. Again, listening Nami Mitzri Shani Shinasa Shte Mitzrais. Mitzri Shani marries two Egyptian women, whom are Achas Rishaina Vachas Shnia. One is a Rishaina, one is a Shnia. Vailay Banamiri Shainu Shnia. And they have children from the first and the second. From the first, it's going to create a Shlishis. From the second, it's going to create a Shani. The Shlishis is going to be mother. The Shani is going to be forbidden. So So if the two sons married there in the normal way, the son that came from the Shani married a mitzvah who is also a Shani, while the son that was the Shlishi married a regular woman who is mother. Mutars And I understand the marriage itself is allowed. Why? Because a Shani can marry a Shani. The marriage itself is allowed because a Shlishi can marry anyone in Yisrael. But in Yibam, it's forbidden. Because in Yibam, what happens when the Shlishi dies? He's married to the Israel, a regular full-fledged Jewess. And then she falls leave him to whom? To Mitzri Shani. That's forbidden. So based off of the dinner of Ravimi, what should we have said? A case of a Shani marrying two different Egyptian women, a Shani and a Rishayna, playing out the scenario in which we would find the case where it's Motulabal and Asli Meim. Nasiv. And if they marry the other way, that the Shlishi married the Shani and the Shani married the Rishayna, Shani married if it, if it married the other way, <clears throat> that the Shani married a regular woman, which is forbidden, and the Shlishis married the Shani, which is allowed, Mutara, which is, she should marry the Shani, which is forbidden. Again, the Shlishis is only allowed to marry the Klal Yisrael, because they're now kosher. After three generations, the Mitzri is now kosher, can marry Klal Yisrael. So the Shlishis married the Shani, which is forbidden, and the Shani married a regular Yisraelis, which is forbidden. But what happens then? The marriage is forbidden, but in the event of Yibom, played out, what happens? <clears throat> now what do we have? We have the regular Yisrael falling to the Shlishis, which is allowed, and you have the Shani falling to the which is allowed. So be also by Leim. And then, Mutars Leilu Leilu, what would that case be? Giyaris. That would be the case of a Giyaris and a Surzeilamelulialanis. So says the Gemara, according to Ravdimi, we would have had another way of learning these four categories on our Mishnah. Explains the Gemara, you're right! 
Tana Vishayar, as we've seen many times, explains the Gemara that Tana left out certain cases in the Mishnah. And as always, asks the Gemara, my Shire, the High Shire, what else was left out? Shire Petsua Daka. We left out a case of a Petsua Daka, which is Aser. So what do we see? We see that the Tana did not list all the cases. Ask the Gemara, Mishabsua Daka, about 15 lines down, the first word of line is E. Ask the Gemara, if the only case that was left it out is the Psua Daka, Lav Shira. It's not called Laving it out. Why? Because the Mishnah only listed examples of Lavin, meaning the Kayin, the married Almana, etc., and that considers all cases of Lavin. A Kayin marrying an Almana is similar to the Psuadaka. So wouldn't have to explain the Psuadaka because it's included in the umbrella of the Kayin and the Almana. Explains the Gemara, is that true what you're saying? Did the Brisa not say, or did the Mishnah not say, and then say it again? For Ketani, but the Mishnah said, which is a laugh. Which is a laugh. So once the Mishnah listed two cases of Lavin, why didn't it list our case of Tzuadaka? Must be left it out. Once we leave out one, it left out this other case of the Mitzri Shani marrying two Mitzriyos. Says the Gemara, no, it's not a Raya. On the Mishnah, I had to list those key, two cases, each of something else. The review of Rav says, the Ksheris were now warned about Married to the Psulim, married to the Chalalim. And the Mishnah teaches us this case by putting the Chalal with the Kshira and says that it's mother. So it's teaching us a different din, and that is the reason why the Mishnah said that case. Continues the Gemara, what do you mean? Vakatani, but there's other cases that are superfluous in the Mishnah. Chal Shanasa Kshira, V'Yisrael Yisrael. So we see two cases of Lavim, and once we listed two, it should have listed ours, must be left out, Suadaka, left out, Suadaka, it can leave out the case of Mitzris. V'Yishloi, Achmamzer, explains the Gemara, no, Hanami Loi Mahader, Misni, this too, the Mishnah, is not a case where the Mishnah is repeating. Why? Because again, if we can prove there's a reason the Mishnah had to say each case, it's not called writing an additional case. Two different types So we see that a list of two cases of Lavin. Beautiful. For the fact that it listed two cases of Lavim, it should have listed the case of Suadaka. For the fact that it did not list the case of Suadaka shows us the Mishnah left things out. If the Mishnah left things out, it could leave out the case of the Mitzri Shani marrying the Shnei Mitzrayis. Therefore, we don't have a question on Rav Dimi. We're basically out of time, but let's just begin the next Gemara. Says the Gemara with the two dots, about 20 lines to the bottom. Kufa. Omar Rav Yudam Rav Lo Yisru Kishir Zinasim Sulim. Kshirai's woman, a daughter of a Kayin, is not warned, is not forbidden to marry a psu, a bustle. She is allowed to marry a Chalo. Lema Messiah Lei says the Gemara, bring your Raya. And the Mishnah said, there's no problem. My love, Kayanis Aruyaloi. She's not talking about a case of a Kayanis. She's still Kasher. So we see that even though she's a Kayanis and Kasher, she was never warned about marrying a Chalal. Says Gemara Loi, it's not a Raya. Sayyidus is talking about. Kayanis just means she's allowed to marry the Klal Yisrael, but doesn't necessarily mean that she can marry a Kayanis. 
If that case is kashlikal, that means that we're referring to a psolikal, alalav, koyin, and koyin, he koyanes. And if she's, he's a koyin, she's a koyanes. And therefore, nachamo, we have a beautiful raya. Says the Gemara, no, midiaria, hakid isa, vakid isa, each case is listed separately, and therefore we don't have a raya. We'll pick up for the question of Rabin Barnachman in the next year, bisiyato dishmayo.